I'm Kim. And I'm Rachel. We are both teachers. And we are both stressed. You're listening to Desserts Backwards. What's up, guys? didn't say what is up. No. I'm upset. I didn't. I'm upset. There we go. I said what I said. We're on episode 12. Yeah. Yeah, I got the number right. Yeah, you did. To be fair, you did like just ask me not even 20 minutes ago. Because I had to fix the... Oh, no. Oh, your husband just texted me. (laughs) (laughs) What did he say? He says, maybe. It depends on the weather. Okay. Oh, let's yeah, tell the that's people. Sorry. Can we tell the people? Should we tell the people? I yeah. I'm going to Texas tell for the, people. the weekends. Yeah, Yay. you're coming down to visit me. I last minute bought tickets. Yeah. I excite. Very exciting stuff. Yeah, I hope the I'm weather's excited good. too. I hope we can go fishing. I know me too. I love yeah. fishing. That'd be fun. I love fish. <gasps> we can take the puppies. That'd be fun to get uh, to get to get puppuccinos. Yeah, we can. <gasps> Is NASA open? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I pretty much go to work and and come home. <laughs> we should I don't really go. Know, but we can we... to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I liked, in Texas. I liked when we went last time. That was the first time I went. Um, okay. When we went last time, you literally, we were sitting there and we were sitting kind of in the bar section at a booth. Yeah. And you whipped out your phone and started freaking watching Queer Guy and set it up Did so I? that way you could watch while we ate. Yes. I, like, and I remember watch- sitting there like, are you kidding me? Like we're literally, there are TVs all around us. You're yeah, out to eat with your friend. Your friend who you never get to see, and you're watching Queer Eye. I like having something on while I eat. I was also, I was like, probably distracting myself from anxiety. I was like, this is so quintessentially Kim. I can't deal we with it. We also planned what to do in Vegas, and I still don't know what cool rocks were. Because we had something on our list that was like, go see cool rocks. And I don't know what the Was cool- it the pretty. No, because we wrote the painted. That, we wrote that in the second in another thing. Like we said, it's it's called the the pretty rocks. There's like an art installation here in Vegas called the Seven Magic Mountains, and it's basically like seven stacks of like neon painted rocks that are out in the middle of nowhere. And but we had that as a separate bullet point, so I don't know what the pretty rocks. We still never knew. Was it? Did we have a bullet point for a red rock? I don't remember. I think it's in your phone or my phone. Or it's gone forever. Yeah. Either way. Um, Yeah, I... We can maybe go to the beach. I know that you've... It's. I mean, it's Galveston. And if you've ever been to Galveston, you understand. Like, everyone's like, oh, Galveston's great. No, it's, like, really disgusting. Um, But, I mean, with... I feel like cruise ships are not... Going um, right now. So the water was nice. Yeah. But I yeah, don't... so I bet the water will be nice. 
Yeah. There's a lot of walking. That's just because of wh- what we were doing and where we parked. Oh. Maybe. Anyway. Um, it's not on my phone for the record, the list of things have, to do. I'll have to look. In Vegas. In mine. Anyway. Um, how are you doing? I'm better today than I have been. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Okay, so I was editing the podcast, right? And I sent you a video of this, Kim, because I was laughing you so did. hard. Well, if you listened to last week's podcast, we start out the episode. We're like, oh, my gosh, it's Kim's ready to be on spring break. And you were like, said something. I said, I'll be on spring break and I'll be lines. happy. Yeah, and I'll be happy. And this week <laughs> has been, been not happy. so This week has been so not happy. And it's no. just like I... I listened to that and I died. I was like, oh my gosh. I am a lot. As soon as I book the tickets to come see you, I'm in a much better mood. And I've like kept myself. I have been like doing well of keeping myself busy. So like I got, I got all these plans. I just like, even with plans, I'm like, I'm having. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. I have therapy tomorrow. Thank God we have therapy tomorrow. Yeah. I left pretty pretty hard when I was editing that 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 made me chuckle I was like well (laughs) we tried (laughs) she tried we had high hopes my mom used to sing do you know the song the rubber oh my gosh what is it it's like what what made the ant think that they could climb the rubber tree what they've got high hopes oh my gosh yes I have no idea what you're trying to say it's like this like nursery rhyme thing. It oh my gosh, it's like what makes the little ant I'm I'm googling it now. What makes the little ant think it can climb? And then like you do a little little uh little clap like she's got high hopes. It, like she's got high hopes. Yeah. I have never oh heard gosh. what you're talking about. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. My mom used to sing it to us all the time when we were kids. My mom's going to launch another formal complaint. Let me tell you, every week for the past few weeks, my mother's had formal complaints for me. Is it? She never sang it to me. No, no. My mom would sing it to me all the time. I just didn't know if you knew it. Oh, I know. I was like, I was, I'm not in trouble. I don't remember her singing it to me. Oh, it's a Frank Sinatra song. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on, oh. let me find the lyrics. And he he's like a Vegas star. <laughs> he dead, but he a Vegas star. There's a there's a road named after him. Uh, let's see. What just what makes that little old ant think he'll move that rubber tree plant? He's got high hopes. He's got high hopes. My mom my mom definitely took creative liberties with it. But uh, anyway, she used to sing that to us when we were kids. She sing that little thing. Your too. mom is Frank Sinatra. Yeah. She's going to be like, Meh, but yeah, every single week for the past two weeks, she's listened to the episode of the podcast and had complaints. <laughs> but you talk so nicely about her on St. Patrick's Day one. 
know. We talked well, about okay. Marriage, well, but... she had a complaint about that one too. Okay. She complained because um about the the thing about the Thailand thing. Oh. Because she felt I did not accurately portray how traumatizing it was for her. <laughs> and she did not and that I did not accurately state that they had told me not to lose the phone because it would be very expensive to replace. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then her second complaint was that I cry to her and I did not when we were talking about like who was the last person you cried to. Oh, but it was Wesley. And I and I was saying how I don't really cry to very many people. And she was like, you didn't say me. You just said Wesley. And I was like, I can count on one hand the number of times I've cried to you this year. She was like, but still. And I was like, OK, well, <laughs> anyway, I do cry to my mother on occasion. And then she said she had a third complaint, but she couldn't remember what it was. So <laughs> my my mom is catching up on them. But my dad, he listens because he's retired. Hi, dad. Does he give formal complaints? Does he launch formal complaints? No, he said he very much liked, I think, the last episode we had. Or maybe it was the St. Patrick's Day one. He texted me and he was like, I very much enjoyed that episode. That's adorable. Yes, he's he's out of his endoscopy that he had yesterday. So he's a happy camper. After not having he he doesn't like that he he my dad is a very strict eating schedule. If he doesn't eat like every few hours, um, he like the world is ending. <laughs> it's like you gotta feed him every <laughs> two hours, or he his hands start shaking, and he get, it's like when you don't give someone the Snickers bar in the commercial. Well, isn't he like pre diabetic or something? Diabetic. Uh, I don't know. He's not diabetic, but I just, that's just in general. It's even before he had any sugar level things. He just, he'd need to eat every two hours or bad things would happen. So he had to go a full 24, maybe like, maybe like 36 hours without eating for the endoscopy uh, thing that he had. And he was not happy. Not happy. He's all good, by the way. We should say that. Yes. He only has acid reflux (laughs) nothing that cannot be fixed so yay with a with some medicine um and you can't eat greasy food so that saddens him sad um wow we've really that's 11 minutes we've just talked well we'll cut out a lot of it caffeine corner about what caffeine corner Moving right which along. Which had no caffeine okay, so today. No caffeine, uh, which was good for you because you've had a very anxious week. I've had many anxiety attacks this week. Yeah, it's been great. It um, is so- a double chocolate chip frappuccino with, instead of the mocha, white mocha, and it's supposed to taste like an Oreo. I don't think my Starbucks put the white mocha. It was by X Penguin. That too on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, on TikTok. Okay. I felt the same way, honestly. I felt like they didn't put the white mocha, but I wonder if it's just that they taste very similar. And Probably. so, like, is there really a difference? Well, how many Starbucks do you give this drink? I'm going to give it a three, maybe a four, three and a half. I got this drink. And I took one sip and wanted to die. 
Oh, because you don't like super sweet. No, it wasn't that. Oh, then why? It was those God-forsaken little chocolate chippy things in it. Oh, I like those. I hated my life in that moment. Oh, no. I Here's the thing. Like, I thought that it tasted fine. I, I didn't. I didn't think it tasted like Oreo, but I thought it tasted fine. But Lord have a mercy. I wanted to. I, it was horrible. And I'm, like, so have you I'm going to get Frappuccino it. Frappuccino before? No. Oh, no. I used to get that one before I, I drink coffee. I, I don't get things from Starbucks that don't have caffeine in it. So like all these drinks that people have, like a lot of these like cream Frappuccinos I haven't had before. Oh, yeah, and so um, I hated life. Here's the thing, though. I thought it tasted fine. Like, the actual taste, it was, like, good. And so I'm going to give it two stars. But honestly, if it if it didn't taste good, this would have gotten a one star. But it tasted good, so I'm giving it a two. It does taste good. It just not did not taste like an Oreo. No. But those little chocolate chips can burn in a fire. I'd like to point out that it I tasted did get Carrie's order from last week again this week, and I love it. You did. It's one of my favorite caffeine-free beverages. Oh, I gave Wes the chocolate whatever. Did he like it? The chocolate drink, the white boy. He gave it a three and a half. Okay. Yep. We're on the same he page. He gave it. He gave it a three and a half. He said that some sips. He didn't taste the Oreo either, really. Some sips, there was flavor, and then some sips, there was, like, none. And that's, I think, a Starbucks issue, not the drink issue. Yeah. Like, that's whoever they didn't blend it well or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I gave it maybe three or four sips before I just couldn't handle those stupid little chips anymore. It was the texture. Like, I'm drinking something. Hmm. It's like a milkshake. No, it's oh. milkshakes don't have those obtrusive little pieces assaulting your mouth, making you feel like you're swallowing dirt. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't think it was oh, that I, bad. I like the little chips. No, I hated it. I hated it. Um, but I give it a two because the taste was fine. Are you ready for our legumes? Legumes. On to the legumes, the official new name for for the meat. For the meat, the legumes. Legumes. Um, we love plant-based y'all. protein. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing, I typed the thingy this week. So mm-hmm. the first topic is teachers are leaving at an alarming rate due to sure. education. So I didn't realize how much. So I... I came across this post on, I think it might have been Facebook, and it says this. It says, y'all, the people who are walking away from this profession, what a loss for children, what a loss for this world. We will be feeling the consequences of what this year has done to educators for years to come. That is the real learning loss here. Because a lot of people are saying, like, oh, the children are falling behind. Oh, the children are, are not learning the things they need to learn. Blah, 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 blah. The real loss that we're going to experience from this situation is the fact that so many educators are leaving the field 
in already a field that is short-staffed. It's true. And I have, I posted that on TikTok, and I got 125 comments of, of teachers. And uh, mm-hmm. of pretty much a lot of them are, are, are around this. So I have, um, a lot of them were like this. This year has been so hard. Last year was too for different reasons. I'm exhausted and tired of barely making ends meet, but I'm holding on for now. Um, I'm considering leaving after this year. It breaks my heart. Done after this year. I quit in December. I was a great teacher. I will never trust admins again. Um, I wouldn't lie if I didn't say the thought of leaving haven't crossed my mind this year. Uh, 20 years and I'm out. Two degrees, $60,000, and parents, students who don't care, question mark, bye. Um, after 27 years, I left on Friday, the 26th of March. I've never felt better. Um, I'm leaving after 14 years. I can't do it anymore. I'm walking away. I'm leaving after next year. I planned on doing this for 35 years, but I can't. I walked away. Um, taking a couple years off. I'm done leaving after six years. Uh, I never thought I would walk away, but I'm considering it. So basically, that's the gist of the entire comments section. And there's 125 comments all around that. I This is the first year that I ever thought I would, like, that I considered, like, is this really what I want to be doing? At the beginning of the year, that's how I felt. And, like, my mom and I were going through my memory box again, like, when she was here and we were organizing it and everything. And so I came across, again, this picture that I had drawn when I was, like, five. And it says, when like, something along the lines of, like, when I grow up, I want to be a teacher. And I was, like, five. <laughs> and I had written out all these little hall passes. And I know I've talked about this before, but, yeah. like, you know, we can't. A lot of what goes on in the day-to-day, like, we can't talk about on this podcast. No. Right? Like, we can't talk about the inner workings of our schools, or we can't talk about, like, student struggles or parent struggles. Like, and no matter where you go in whatever year, there are always going to be issues with those things. But, like, we can't talk about them on the podcast because, like, I don't want to get fired from my job. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to be unprofessional. No. And so like, you know, and I'm not saying like there is every year there are things that I'm like, sweet Mary, what is going on? But like, yes, this year, especially I've just gone. I think my most recent thought on this subject is this is not sustainable. Long term. Yes. I feel like, and I'm always a teacher who care. I'm very detail-oriented as a person, yeah. as a teacher. I very much care about the details. So, like, if I, I love, like, the details of teaching. Though, so, like, you know, make, and, and so I, I'd make sure I always, like, followed rules or, like, dress codes or, or um, you know, I'd be very strict to the kids, like, no talking during this work time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just, this is the year where I'm just, like, I cannot 
hold all I cannot hold all of these things in my arms. I'm going to drop some. Like everything is like a ball and you're holding all these balls in your hands and eventually you're going to have to drop some of them. So the ones you drop, you have to make sure are not glass or they break. Yeah. So I'm dropping the plastic balls. I'm dropping lesson plans. I'm dropping um like caring if kids talk during independent time because that's the thing that they came back to school for is to socialize. So I'm not going to yeah. be a strict teacher who's going to, you know, who, the one I've always been, who's like right and rigid about those things because I got other things to worry about. I don't, you know, I don't care if I don't answer this email for a few days because I'm grading this thing that I want to get done first. And like things fall out of your control because you're handed so many things at once. And it yeah, is depressing. Absolutely. Because absolutely. People, like this is Yeah. This is not is not sustainable long term. Like this isn't this isn't gonna work long term for a lot of people and it's disheartening to look around and to say, like, is there an end in sight? For some of these things that have come out of the pandemic and it's like, is there? I don't know. I don't know. For some people, for some teachers, it's their admin. For me, it's not my admin. My admin is very great and very supportive. Um, other people, it's parents. Um, other people, it's just like the public, per, like, politicalization of our job. It, you know, the things like that. I think a lot of times it's a mixture of all of it. And sometimes it's a mixture of all of it. For me, I I've I haven't had to deal with any bad parents or, you know, bad admin. I have very supportive parents and admin luckily where I am. But I I cannot deal with the the politicized uh role our jobs have become. Yeah. And how we're seen as, like, we have to be almost seen as martyrs. And it's finally the year where people or teachers are, like, stepping up and saying, no, this is not okay. I'm not going to work outside my office hours or my my contract hours. I'm not going to, I'm going to say no for the, like, teachers are setting boundaries. And um, for once in their life and the public is going, how dare you? And they're like, well, what other job expects you to, to do all of this and not be compensated fairly for it? I just, uh, it's teaching is a job that in a normal time is very taxing, like emotionally and mentally taxing Mm -hmm. because it's so, based on interpersonal connections and how can it not be like there have been so many moments this year that have just broken my heart for some of these kids. And like, I've never felt that just like wrecked for a kid before or like, or just whatever it is, or just so like defeated with certain things. Like it's so hard. And like, yeah, like I get like, it's so difficult and you feel like, and you sit there and you go like, 
gosh, am I the only one? And it's like, no, you're not. And then, or maybe you turn on the podcast and you're like, like, maybe they're not, they don't have the same, like, no, like we really do. We really do have those same struggles. It's just like, we can't talk about them on here. Like this isn't the place. And like, we can talk that there are, <laughs> obviously, but like, right. Well, and like, I remember last year I was a mentor teacher and we had to go to these like trainings and stuff for it. And I remember they told us, you, in order to be considered a veteran teacher, do you know how many years it is to be considered a veteran? A real answer I'm going to say is at least 10. I'm assuming in yours it's going to be like three. It is. It was three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, if, you have been te- if you have been teaching three years, mm. you are considered a veteran. That's just like professionally, right? (laughs) That's insane. That's insane. Because when you think of all of these teachers who retire, Mm -hmm. how like when you think about how like the averages work, right? Yeah. So when you think of how many people have to quit after one or two years for the for the veteran to be three. Mm -hmm. Like most teachers don't make it to three. That that is a there is a statistic that. Oh, yeah. If you're not going to if you don't make it past. Like, if you make it past three years, you're usually good. Like well, you, and that's why they say you're a veteran. Yeah. If you make it past three. There is, like, there is a statistic for that. Um, the also thing with, with teaching, which makes, I think, it especially hard during this year, is that a lot of people this year, no matter what profession you're in, have been dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental health things that maybe they haven't had to deal with before or they are dealing with at a higher level than usual, dependent on your everyday levels. And the thing with teaching is, like, if on, I always kind of hated this, and I did this never really realized, was a realization to me in, until I was a teacher, was like, if you say you have an everyday, like, office job, and say you're having a bad day, say, like, you dropped your coffee and you got in a fight with your significant other that day, and then, you know, you're really stressed out about X, Y, and Z, and then you can go into work in that office job, and you can just sit and, like, feel your feelings and have a bad day, and, you know, maybe, like, not talk to anyone as much that day, and just kind of, like, say to yourself, and, like, you'll just, like, you know, handle your bad day by yourself, But when you're a teacher and if you're feeling anxious or depressed or you're having a bad day or whatever, and I walk in by 730, that person no longer exists. At 730, I have to be 100% the kids, the person that my kids expect to see every day, which is not an anxious or depressed or having a bad day teacher. It's Miss Wolf who's always blowing bubbles and telling silly jokes and always is happy and smiling. And it's, and it's every day because like, every of day. course, if you're in a Multiple lot of like, I know this, like a lot of office jobs, a lot of office jobs, if you have to give a presentation or if you do have a meeting or dealing with people or whatever, but like, I'm trying to like a lot of just like office jobs. How many of them are you literally in contact with people like there have been weeks where our every single like we have a conference period but there have been weeks where the majority three out of five four out of five of our conference periods are taken up by meetings or what have you so like there this is a job where like you can go days in a row all your entire work day 
and never just have a minute. I have a 25 minute lunch. Yeah, same. Like, you can't, you don't have time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and you can't have a bad day. No, you really can't. And like, I, I think the thing that you remember too is because like, I know a lot of people who are like, well, that's what you signed up for. Or, or, well, that's, that's true to a certain extent with every job. And it's like, I understand that. But what I would ask for people to see is that like, that it's different with teachers. And this is like, I feel like can be applied across all of life. Like it's, it's really hard to take someone at their word, right? To say, Mm -hmm. this is what I, as a teacher or as a woman even, or whatever, this is what I experience. It's really hard to believe it and just take someone at their word, especially if you're not like a, a naturally trusting person. But with stuff like this, it's just, I feel like I sit there and I go like, can you just please believe me that this is more than normal Mm -hmm. you know like this is more than what it what it what what most people are capable of like this is more and sometimes it's different I don't want to sometimes put on that happy face because I want my kids to know that like it's okay to not have a good day just because I'm an adult, it doesn't mean that, like, I, everything's great and everything's fine. Like, when I, I think it was, like, December. Oh, yeah, it was December. When I got exposed to COVID and I found out at work, and it was, like, four days before Christmas break or something, I had, like, a full and complete meltdown because I thought I wasn't going to be able to see my family. And I was thought I thought I could have possibly have COVID after trying really hard not to have it and all this jazz. And I had a full and complete, like, panic panic anxiety attack at work. And so I was like, I don't want to, like, lie to my kids and be like, oh, you know, I'm just taking off. I posted on Google Classroom. I was like, sorry, guys. And, on, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a panic attack this morning. So here's your work for the day. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And it was really, it was nice to kind of, like, because nor- I wanted to normalize that with them. Like, hey. I have this. It's normal. I had to take off today because of it. I don't want it. Like, I'm trying to break that stigma, which is hard for myself. And I I had a lot of, like, parents and kids, like, reach out being like, I hope you feel better. Like, none of them were mad or upset that I had to take a day for myself because that happened. Like, I had a parent reach out to me when my eighth graders, they were like, our son just loves talk like, you know, your class because you make it feel like he can ask questions and I hope you have a better day. I hope you're feeling better. Blah, blah, blah. Like they, you know, no one was mad at me because I had to do that. And it shows my kids that like, hey, this is normal. You can feel this way even as an adult. Yeah. And I think being like, being honest with your kids about that, about just having a bad day, about apologizing to your students if you're wrong about something like all of these things like your kids need to know that you're a human like they Mm -hmm. need to know you're human they need to that will help build you trust in your classroom Mm -hmm. for sure like yeah like if you just walk in and be like guys I'm not in a good mood today like I'm not here I'm sorry like I'm just not here for it so like I need for you to step up today because I I just cannot or or like and I and I do. I literally apologize to my students all of the time. 
if I go like, what are you like? Why are you off task? And they're like, oh, miss, like. If it's a legit reason, like especially because there are two teachers in our room. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, one teacher, if the kid asks, Miss, can I text my mom something? And she goes, yeah. And then she walks away and I turn around and the kid's on the phone. And I'm like, why are you on your phone? And they'll be like, yeah. oh, well, you know, like the other Miss Long said I could be on it. And then I'll every time I'll be like, oh, OK, I'm sorry. Like, I apologize to my kids always. There was one time I thought a kid was cheating and I got real mad at him and and him and the other kid, they came to me and they were telling me, like, Miss, we weren't cheating, blah, 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 blah. And, like, they just laid it out. And then I wound up comparing their test answers and they weren't. And I apologized to him in front of the class. I said, dude, I'm really sorry. I was wrong. You weren't cheating. And I apologize for for getting mad at you and for, like, reprimanding you in front of the class. You didn't deserve it. I'm sorry. And, like, that that builds so much but like being honest with them and like normalizing that like hey like we're humans and we're people yeah and I think so many times like how often did you think when you were in school that your teachers had like lives outside I mean I, I teach high school and I've had kids this year be like man it's weird thinking that teachers have outside lives I I like, definitely not until at least high school that I even can, uh, and I didn't even, like, thinking now, like, I never thought about, like, what my teachers did outside of school. I never cared no. enough to think. But, like, my, it's very apparent to my kids that I have a life outside of work because of my TikTok. They see yeah. a lot of my life posted on on yeah. TikTok. So they're, and, you know, they'll, they'll know, like, what I do on the weekend or, like, you know, that I have an obsession with mini brands or like, <laughs> like yeah. things, or, you know, whatever that I, you know, so it's, it's nice to have that, that trust and connection that you can have with kids mm-hmm. sometimes. I love it. We have, I have these two students in particular that like, I don't even, they're, <laughs> they wound up moving classes at this semester. One of them, one of them was never my student. It was my co-teacher's student that she had a period I wasn't with her. And the other one was my student at the beginning of the year. And then halfway through the year, like at the semester mark, switched into one of my co-teachers' other classes without me. But um, they stay after late for school like every single day. And they just like chat. But it's so much fun because they ask, like they'll ask questions about like, oh, miss, like when you were in high school or like, and they'll ask questions and, it's so funny, like yesterday we were talking about like fashion from the 2000s. Oh no. <laughs> and like what people, what people our age wore and like they didn't know what like scene kids were or like, or what that like crowd was or anything. And so I had to like explain it to them. And I'm like, well, the people that I hung out with like weren't scene kids, but it was like along that vein, but like not. And but it was so funny because they were like, oh, my gosh. And they were like Googling pictures of like all. It's anyway, now known it as just, e-girls. That's what I told them. I was like, now the, the equivalent, the modern equivalent is e-girls. And that's what I said first when they didn't understand what it was. And the girl that was in there went, oh, Miss No. <laughs> I show them pictures. It was so funny. I show them pictures of me from their age with remember when I had that like one strand of which is really funny because now I do have one strand of hair or like one strip of blonde in my hair. But like I had that same it was the same side of my face, too. I had like one strand of hair that I'd leave outside of my ponytail or whatever all the time. That was that was the same length as the rest of my hair. I did the two. It was 
I would do the I two, do so two. it would frame my I face. I would do one, and I don't even know what made, like, there, it's not even like it was a thing. I just did it because I was stupid. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. No, it definitely was. I, I was telling them, because they were saying, like, Miss, you have pictures? I'm like, I really, there aren't a lot of pictures of me from my prime, <laughs> my high school I life. I have a lot of pictures of pinnacle. you. Do you I really? Well, like, pictures. okay, but but I'm talking about, like, ninth grade skinny have, jeans with high top converse, black t-shirt, Rachel. I have a Rachel. lot of eighth and ninth grade pictures. Okay, so you are the keeper of the pictures because I was like, man, not a lot of pictures survived from that era, thank God. And you totally just dashed my dreams. I have a whole album dreams. of, like, 2006, 2007 photos. Oh, that's horrible. And there's, because that's when I first got my digital camera. Yeah. And I like I remember specifically to... going to Old Navy with you and taking pictures of you with your mom in the in the dressing room. That, that was, was seventh, seventh grade. grade though. But I kept that yeah. digital camera for a year and I would take pictures all the time with that. We took pictures outside, remember on that little bench? Like that was eighth uh, grade, I think. That was eighth grade for sure. And um we took like pictures and you're wearing that blue shirt you always wore. That you got yelled at it for the blue jacket. Stains. No, you also had the blue shirt underneath. The blue shirt with the yellow white sleeves. Uh, oh, did I? Yep. And <laughs> the sweat, I, I had the my, sweat stain story strikes sweat, again. <laughs> and I had my one pair of jeans, my high tops, that black zip-up hoodie I always wore yeah. with uh, lots of eyeliner. Good times. See, Good times. I feel like you reached that peak, like, dark eyeliner or whatever in, like, eighth grade. Eighth I grade didn't my find time. my... Sh- I didn't find my stride until ninth. That was when I, I really. I started to dress a it. lot more feminine in ninth grade. Because that's. You did. Yeah. When I, st- I started dating Chris in eighth grade. And then once I started dating Chris, I started to dress a lot more feminine. And I didn't really start being like super feminine until like ninth grade. Because up until eighth grade, I dressed very much like a tomboy. Oh, Yeah. Yes, I would wear my brother's clothes like I hated all things girly, even though I didn't play sports. I wasn't very sporty, but like I was just no. like I would wear like I would wear boy bathing suits like I'd wear the boy shorts yeah. and like a girl top to the beach. And like I always wore my hair up and I never really wore makeup until I wonder I wonder if it's because like when you were really young you started getting comments about your weight. And I wonder if it was because when you started dating Chris, it was like this a boost confidence of confidence booster. for you. Like, yeah, somebody I, somebody loves me and appreciates me and thinks I'm pretty. And so it's like you coming into your own through that confidence boost. I think so, because I did. And I and now like looking back too, which is terrible, looking back because now I'm aware I'm plus size right now. Um, but looking back at me in middle school and high school, I was not plus size at all. I was size, for prom, I wore a size 14. Yeah. Which is not plus size. I was definitely, like, curvier and, like, not, right. like, teeny. But I was not big. And I thought oh. I was huge. Because, and people, and it was just because by society standards, I was bigger than other people. 
because well and you hung out with me a lot and that was <laughs> well no like even I was like in theater arts I remember in theater arts when yeah I was doing a tap dance and we had to all the girls it was like I forget what the song was we had to stand on chairs and we had like a boy partner and the boy partner would like hold her hand and we'd like jump down from the chair and like someone made a comment to me this was must have been like eighth grade because Armin was there and you were probably in theater arts this year as well Someone made a comment to Armin or to someone that um, when I jumped off the chair the to be careful because uh, I was like a whale or something like that. And I like wasn't heavy. I was like at most maybe 140 pounds in eighth grade. I have a picture of us the day after prom hanging. I have like this little board where I keep like just like little little paper knickknacky things and I have this picture of us from the day after prime and you're kind of like it was when you had your fish lens camera oh yes in the city mm-hmm. yeah I'm like and, I'm and no, like you're size, really not <laughs> no I'm a size like 14 which is definitely not like small but it's it's a, considered straight sizes so I right. just think that's so, I th- I don't even know how we got on this topic of conversation, but I think that's wild. <laughs> it is wild. Tangent. <laughs> oh, how did we, how did we get here? I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about like how we are prime in high school and stuff and like how we looked and, and all that jazz. Oh, because we were talking about, about being L- like e-girls. talking to the students and being yes. honest with them that's how we got right there. okay 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 Round like back let's follow this crazy legume. train back a bit <laughs> second legume okay this is a serious topic of conversation in my classroom and i need to know what you think is cereal soup what is the definition of soup okay so this is the dish definition of food soup <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh well wow there's a <laughs> there's a de- there's another def- definition of soup and it's an unfortunate predicament so oh, we're in a bit of a soup oh, that's funny okay soup is a liquid food as a base often containing pieces of solid food So I would I would have to say yes. Cause and then this one is I don't know what website this oh this is Wikipedia. Soup is primarily a liquid food, generally served warm or hot, generally, not always, that is made by combining ingredients of meat or vegetables with stock, milk or water. Um uh, milk. Milk is for cereal. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like this food. is also very similar. This is also very similar to the whole is a hot dog a sandwich. Yes, it is. It's on the same 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 thing. Right. And and it's like, is it technically? Yes. But but if I were to go to a restaurant and say, what's the soup of the day? And they said Lucky Charms, I would be like, goodbye. <laughs> Like, like it's kind of. I would be kind of like that saying. I want. It's kind of like that saying. 
have you heard um where it says like knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad yes i i feel like it's also very similar to that is it technically a soup yeah is a hot dog technically a sandwich yeah but are you gonna go here's our sandwich special and it be a friggin' hot dog no According to WideOpenEats.com, okay, uh, cereal is not soup because. And what is there? Wait, let's see. They're both mostly liquid and served in a bowl, so why not? I look up the definition of soup at Dictionary.com and cleared up some confusion. Soup is a liquid food. Made by boiling or simmering meat, fish, or vegetables. Not always. Not all soups are made by simmering meat, fish, or vegetables. There are cold oh. soups. Gazpacho. Right? Gazpacho? Gazpacho? Cream Gazpacho. of mushroom. Cream, like, you know, all, yep. Uh, so to answer this burning question based on that, cereal does not count as soup. But I think soup is cereal, and cereal is soup. Oh, what is oh the then difference? she goes, however, this definition doesn't account for a gazpacho. Yeah, so then you can't just be like, nah, gazpacho is soup, but it doesn't fit that definition, but cereal is not soup, and it doesn't fit. Cereal is soup. What is the difference between soup and stew? Stew, I think, is something that, like, is for a very long time. Like, it's a very long, like, process, and it's, like, it's like extracting from things like you're putting in like turkey bones like, you know, or leftovers and it like stews to meld all those together over time and like extract flavors from them. That's what I think a stew is. Uh, okay. Soup is any combination of ingredients cooked in liquid. Stew is any dish that is prepared by stewing. That is submerging the ingredients with just enough liquid to cook them through at a simmer, then covered in a pot for a long time. There you go. Basically what you said. It is soup. That's what Pillsbury.com says. <gasps> oh my God. Is ketchup a smoothie? Because <laughs> a tomato is a fruit and you pureed it. Oh, my gosh. There's so much background noise on my end. I'm so sorry. I don't hear any of it. It'll probably come up when I'm editing. I, I left the door open because I just got lazy and didn't close it. But now Wesley has decided to, like, renovate the first floor. So oh, ketchup is not a smoothie. <laughs> what, Wesley? Okay. Ketchup is not a smoothie. Because it says a smoothie is a preparation of raw fruits and or vegetables. Ketchup is a cooked tomato product. They cook the okay. tomatoes first before they make the ketchup. Hmm. You... Hmm. Hey, you want a fun fact? Here I am dropping fun facts again. Oh, sure, sure. Sure, sure. A lot of people consider eggs dairy. Yes, I don't like that. It's not dairy. And so it's not a fun fact for you, but anyone who's like, I quit dairy, so I'm not eating eggs. You're wrong. My brother's friend who is into, 
I don't know, homeopathic medicine? Is that what you call it? Yeah, okay. Like al- alternative medic- medicine stuff because she's like yoga and all that. Um, mm-hmm. She was telling me, like, I I was talking about something. We are talking about nutrition or whatever, and I was talking about how, like, oh, you know, I, I my skin is a lot better or something because I don't eat a lot of dairy. But she's like, oh, but do you eat a lot of eggs? And I was like... Yeah, I eat a lot of eggs. I eat eggs every day. She's like, oh, eggs are dairy. And I was like, what? They're not. Like, I know they're in the dairy section, but they are not made from milk. Milk is dairy. Dairy is milk. They're not a, like, let's look up dairy definition. We're just digging into it today. Or are eggs. Are eggs dairy food? The definition of Dairy is containing or made from milk. Containing or made from milk. They are not. Eggs Eggs are neither of those things. Basically, yes, they are not made from milk. The definition of dairy includes foods produced from milk of mammals, such as cows and goats. And eggs are made from mammals, but not made from milk. (laughs) They are in the meat, poultry, and fish section. Yeah. This girl that I knew... This girl that I knew in college, she posted this one. She's like, guys, I'm so proud of myself. I quit dairy. I quit dairy. I quit almost all dairy. The only thing I have left are eggs. No. And I, I will was never, like, first off, I will oh. never give up cheese. <laughs> and eggs are not dairy. I just, and I rolled my eyes because I was like, girl, you don't need to give up eggs. I love eggs. Eggs are Golly. a great source of protein. They are. I want you chickens eat when more I'm eggs. older. You should get chickens. You have space We can't, for it. according to our HOA. <gasps> we cannot. Really? We can't. Really? Bowie. It is. Because <laughs> you have excellent space for chickens. I know. I could put them in the back corner of my <gasps> yard. Oh, my God. And the dogs would love them. You could oh, teach... do you want to hear a funny story? You could teach the dogs to, like, round up the chickens. <laughs> do you want to hear a funny story yeah so it rains a lot here because we live on the gulf and like all of a sudden randomly like we didn't make the connection it was like every time it rained or like we would hear this noise and it sounded like a goat and we were like you can't have goats right like they're far you cannot have a goat and so we're like what the heck and i'm like trying to look out all of our windows in the on the second floor trying to see if I can like see who has a goat in their yard it was like there was a buying noise like they're freaking goats and I had no idea and I'm looking and looking and looking my mom comes out to visit me and she's sitting outside and I go outside and she goes wow do you hear all of those frogs (laughs) (laughs) oh my god no. And I was and I was like, what? <laughs> and, You're all, and, it's like, do you look at all these chickens? Yeah. And I was like, they're frogs? And she's like, yes, they're frogs. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, oops. I I was couldn't Wes and I were convinced. For weeks, mom, and they're frogs. <laughs> and then like once she told me that, I would really listen, and I'm like, oh, they definitely are frogs. That's hilarious. 
Okay. How terrible were you this week? Yeah, on to the next thing. Um, I've felt very stressed this week. We're coming up on the last grading period. You did feel stressed or you haven't felt stressed? I did feel very stressed. Oh, you were stressed. Week. You are stressed. I forget you're not. Yeah, I've, I, now I have felt very stressed this week with teaching. I've just felt like there's just been some very frustrating all around. And so, and then like all of my caseload kids are seniors. So like I have my caseload that I manage and their paperwork. And I have 18 kids and 17 of them are seniors and I told that to one of the counselors and she was like oh my gosh that's horrible and I was like uh, I know because <sighs> trying to get all of them across that stage to graduation mm. is really stressful mm. and so I've had a lot of like hard conversations recently about stuff so uh, it was it was just a rough week I'm on break. You're on break. How was the end of your week last week? Um, better than the beginning of it. <laughs> okay. That's that's for sure. Cause when did we record last week? On Wednesday? I don't remember. Yes, because remember that's the day I cried. <laughs> yes, okay. So <laughs> after immediately after not immediately. After our what we recorded last week, I had a panic attack. Then Thursday and Friday were better. Um, and then I had a bunch of anxiety attacks earlier this week. Um, so I'm doing great. Doing great. <laughs> anxiety is at an all-time high. I need to cut down on caffeine because I have been consuming a lot of caffeine. Um, and I need to, I, I just need to make sure, like, especially when my anxiety is super high. I have to make sure, like, I'm getting enough sleep. I'm taking my medicine. I'm not having caffeine. Um, I'm not doing things that trigger me. I'm, like, going outside. Like, I'm like a plant. I have to, like, water me, feed, you know, put me in the sun and, like, <laughs> make sure I'm okay, basically. And so <laughs> I'm trying to do all of those yeah. things. I did. I have been going outside a lot, which has been very nice. I got sunburned yesterday. Nice. So, um... It's been a terrible week. I haven't been a terrible teacher. Um, and my self-care is that I've been going in the sun. There you go. Hello. I love that for you. Such transition. And then I'm going to see you. Yeah. We're going to eat waffles. Self-care. Waffles. Yeah. I... I'm trying to think. I was actually, I feel like I had a thought the other day that was like, self-care. And now I can't remember what it was. Like, what I had done. You, you went outside. Made... Remember that you <gasps> had a bad day? Oh, my And then gosh. you went outside. Because I called you having a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that was Monday. So, Monday, I just had, it was just a very Monday Monday. And... Like, the cherry on top was I was – I got home from work, and I went to go take my backpack off. And I had I was wearing these big – I was wearing heels, and I had taken the heels off and kind of thrown them in the passenger seat when I was driving. And they got, like, caught in the zipper of my backpack, and I couldn't get it out. 
Um, it got caught on like the actual thing you pull, like not the zipper part of the zipper, oh, the moving yes. part of the zipper, but not even in the teeth. It was like in the part of the zipper that clamps down to keep the thing you pull in place. Oh, no. And I couldn't get it out and it was making me really frustrating. And it was just like when you've just had a day, it's like when you drop a cookie like when you've just had a day and you're like, I just want this cookie. And then you drop the cookie and you're like, like well, now I want it. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of the last straw. And so I came in and it was beautiful out. It was low humidity and it was in the low 70s. And I opened all the windows downstairs and I went and I brought my planner things outside. And I sat on my beautiful porch looking out over my beautiful flowers that I are still thriving, by the way. Excellent. Um, Yes, my blue bonnets. And it was it was just very nice. It was lovely. I I need self-care. your I need you to record your wind chime for like an hour and <laughs> just send it to me as like a video file or something. So I can listen to it when I'm upset because your wind chime is my favorite thing when I'm not feeling good. I think that's so funny. So, like, literally my wind chimes were, like, they had them. I got them when I was still in my apartment, so it was at least two years ago. Um, I feel like it was – I feel like these those were from, like, my first year in Texas. And they're just, I... like – they were, like, eight bucks. And they, they're from Ikea, and they're just these little tiny wood wind chimes. I I – I don't know if I'm allowed to hang up wind chimes here. I'd have to ask. Because, like, some people might get annoyed by, the, like, you know, the neighbors or something. Um, I didn't really care when I lived in my apartment <laughs> because uh, our neighbor that we shared a bedroom wall with would have very... She would... You had interesting neighbors. Sh- she was very loud in the middle of the night. Oh, See, and <laughs> but like we shared a wall, like the bedroom wall with her, and there was a lot of um exclamation and and um uh knocking. Oh. Uh it was it was uh anyway, so I did not feel bad about the fact that she had to listen to my wind chimes. See at I, all. I don't want to be that person who's like yeah, wind chime, you know. We also, our neighbors below us, so like they were, where my they apartment complex where we lived, we had this thing called, they literally were trash. We had this thing called valet trash and it wasn't optional. They made you pay. They were like, oh, we have valet trash here. It's $25 a month. And you're like, oh, well, I literally live like, I can see the dumpster from my apartment. I'll just bring it down on my own. They're like, no, no, it's not optional. Like, so why is it a separate charge? Just included in my rent. So stupid. But I know. I remember um, that. We had to we had, we had to pay twenty five dollars a month, but the thing was they gave you a trash can and you had to put your trash in the trash can and Outside. they would come every night. But then like you had to they would like yeah, and you had to bring the trash in by a certain time the next morning. Anyway, the people right below what us time did you have to bring it in the next morning? Would never by like nine in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, but the people below us 
never brought it in would put they wouldn't put the trash in the trash can they would just leave the um they would just put the trash bags out outside their door which you weren't supposed to do you were supposed to be fined and i don't know if they ever were but if they were they didn't care because they kept doing it and so we wound up like our little unit where there were just squirrels everywhere and the squirrels would tear open the trash bags and um and they would like leave trash like food droppings everywhere just like food scraps and then one time a squirrel attacked wesley oh no that makes sense he's one of the squirrel people (laughs) i love how your reaction to that they attacked him was that makes sense (laughs) well because he's always you know capturing raccoons and stuff they know they're like he's one of they know they did he was bringing we lived on the third floor and like our stairs were outside and we lived on the third floor. So he was walking up one day and he was at like one of the landings and a squirrel jumped on his leg and like clung onto his jeans and he like kicked it off and it flew off. I want to say it was like we had two landing. It was like the big flight of stairs and then two mini flights and in the landing between the mini flights of stairs. So that was, I mean, pretty high up and that squirrel just like, sailed right on down and landed on the ground and just scurried away. Isn't that crazy? Attack of the squirrels. Attack of the squirrels. That's going to be Wesley's next documentary that he will film and start. Attack of the squirrels. His next documentary because he already has such a successful (laughs) one He has so many. He's he's such a good director. (laughs) (laughs) Attack of the squirrels. And then he's going to, like, Sharknado, and then there's going to be, like, Sharknado 2. Or, oh, my God. What Could you imagine if, like, Wesley somehow created, I don't know why Wesley's creating this, but I've decided it's him, like a tornado of <laughs> Because he's a, he's always capturing them and stuff, and they're like, oh, it's time to take our revenge. And, like, all the raccoons and squirrels, like, like muster up together, and they're like, we're going to take him on. <laughs> I actually, I don't think that they capture squirrels. Like, I oh, don't think that really? they will set a trap for a squirrel. Oh, yeah, my hold neighbor on, let me ask to capture squirrels all the time. Wesley! Wesley, do you capture squirrels? Wesley, I need you. Wesley? Hold on. I'm, okay, he's not answering my calls. Like, my my uh, vocal yelling to him. So Divorce we're going to call him. We're going to call him. Hold on. He told me that we have to look at the weather for fishing. He also, I texted him, did you poop today the other day? And he didn't answer me. Hello? Um, hi, I'm beckoning you and you are not answering me. Oh, I heard you. I just don't want to come up there. <laughs> Keep this in the podcast. What do you mean? This is, you're on the podcast right now, Wesley. <laughs> Good. What's up? Okay. I have a question for you. Um, <laughs> do you do you guys catch squirrels? Like, do you purposely will you set a trap for a squirrel? No, not intentionally. They they do get in occasionally, but uh, the only thing we intentionally catch are raccoons and possums. Occasionally, we'll get squirrels or skunks or <gasps> armadillos or See? cats. Ooh, armadillos. See, all of those so creatures why don't, are going to come back and attack him. Why Why don't you intentionally catch squirrels? 
Um, because you can get rid of them just by sealing up the hole that they're using to get into the house. Once you seal up the hole and they don't have a way to get back in, then they kind of just find a tree and move on. Okay. There you go. You heard it here first, folks, with his keyboard clacking in the back. Okay, well, you're basically a terrible husband. You so, suck. But I love you because uh, I want I'm to go I'm hanging fishing. up on you now. Goodbye. <laughs> he said, okay, bye. <laughs> I can't believe him. I would he also said, like yeah, to point I heard out you. your husband texted me using periods, and I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> when we first when we first started talking, that was one thing that I was like, "What the heck?" He literally will and he will send like, yeah, like if I didn't know your husband, I would think he's mad at me right now because I said, "Can we go fishing?" And he said, "Maybe." Period. It depends on the weather. Period. And I'm like in all caps, and I'm like, "Yeah." See, this is all of my texts to your husband. It says. Wesley, I have, first off, wait, let me go from the very beginning, from June 17th. Hey, I forgot my phone at Kim's apartment, so if you die, text Kim and let me know. Then it says on July, which is you texting him, (laughs) then it says on July 10th, a slice of apple pie costs $2.50 in Jamaica, and he says, does it come with a scoop of ice cream? And I said, no, it's three in the Bahamas. These are the pie rates of the Caribbean. And he said, then pass. And I said, pirates, get it? And he never answered me. Then on January 18th, (laughs) I text him, Wesley, I have a question. Don't tell Rachel. And he goes, that's not really a question, but yes. And I said, does she have a thingy that embosses or stamps her books with her name? I'm birthday present shopping. He goes, not that I know of, period. And I said, woo, bless your soul. Then I said, delete, delete, delete from that time you grabbed his phone. Right. Then on February right. 15th, I said, what was your poop rating? And he never answered me. Then on Saturday, <laughs> I texted him, did you poop today? He didn't answer me. And then today I said, can we go fishing? And he said, maybe, period. It depends on the weather, period. And I said, yay. <laughs> I feel like we talk about him a lot, but I've never posted a picture of him like on our Instagram. And my account is private. And... He's like this mystery to, and this is the first time the people have heard his voice. That's true. It's so suave and sensual. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. He does when we first started dating and he would do the whole period thing. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Who texts like that? And I told him like, do you understand that people like interpret that as anger? Mad. Yeah. And he was like, well, but it's grammatically correct. I don't care, Wesley. If I, you were a boy I was dating, like, trying to talk to you to date, like, I would be like, oh, my God, he hates me and my anxiety would be through the roof. I know. If Wesley hadn't said that I was the best house guest you've ever had, I would think he hates me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, by those text the messages, you would, think, you would think he hated you by those text messages. He loves me. But he doesn't like like when when we were talking about the possibility of you moving here and staying here or whatever. He was like, I said, you know, but I'd feel bad because I would feel like you would you would feel neglected if I was like always hanging out with Kim if she lived here. And he was just like, he just straight up looked at me like I wouldn't care. Unlike you, I don't need human contact. (laughs) (laughs) 
He's the most introverted introvert. Thank God you married Wesley. He's so introverted. It's so funny. He's the best out of all of the boyfriends you could have married. Best one. He has my vote. Best. (laughs) 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, Wesley. That's so funny. I hope you have red hair children. Honest. I want a little girl with red hair. (gasps) Oh, that'd be so cute. Name her after me. Mm, Probably not. Um... (laughs) I'm going to call her anyway. Kimberly. She's <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, why does that crazy lady just call me Kimberly Sweetie? Just go with it. Just She's been coming to all her. my birthday parties. <laughs> don't question her. Just let her call you Kimberly. It is what it is. I had, okay, I knew someone who they were dating this girl that had a, that had a child. And this child, she was little. She was like four. And... Uh, so like this guy brought the girl and the kid to like meet his friends and the guy's, my friend's brother convinced the little girl, like while the brother watched the daughter, like the little girl and while like the guy and the girl were out on a date, the brother convinced the little girl that one of their friend's names was Chester because of (laughs) what it reminds, what it, what it rhymes with. Figure that one out. They convinced the little girl that the name is Chester. And so the the guy who was like in this relationship said, okay, well, like, hon, like, that's not actually his name. His his name is this. And she goes, I know. I don't care. <laughs> I'm calling him Chester. That's that's going to be me but, like, with your children. Oh, uh, you're just going to call them Kimberly. Like, why? And they're going to, I don't know. If you always do it, if you're around and you always do it, they're they're going to not think anything of it. Exactly. You should just come up whenever I have children, you should just come up with names for them. All of them. However many give kids them I have. All, like different nicknames. Like this one's gonna be Zippy. Like that one. <laughs> that one's gonna be uh, you know, because I, I do the same with my students. <gasps> do you remember why did you used to say Zippity Doodah? What was named Zippity? There was something named Zippity and something named Doodah. I don't know. I used to sing that song, Zippity Doodah, Zippity Day. Yes. I know you used to sing it, but then you started calling something Zippity and Doodah. Oh, really? Like, this is was it my boobs? Is... Yes. <laughs> I don't remember that. It sounds like something I would do. Huh. I don't remember. Um, maybe we'll consult the diaries when you're here. That's true. That'd be good. Oh, my God. You should You should bring um, the pictures when you come like whatever whatever hard drive or whatever you have the pictures of us from middle school or in high school because i want to see them oh baby i'll bring all of the iphone backups and all of the computer backups yeah i got Um, you that's great well i think that about wraps it up wraps it up like a taco burrito sure toquito Empanada. Enchilada? Are those wrapped too? We're getting gringos when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, okay, the other day, I love how we say we wrap it up and then we never do. The other day, um, I really wanted, so gringos is a is a Mexican restaurant that's around here. And Flippin' love they gringos. The, they have the best frigging queso. Yes, they truck. do. Um, 
And so I really wanted queso, but I wanted it from DoorDash. And when I got it from DoorDash, like just for the queso, it was going to be $17 or something crazy like that. And, and And Wes was like, you're not getting, you're not spending $17 on queso. And I'm like, but I want it. He goes, well, then just order dinner from there. Like, don't be, don't be stupid. Don't just get queso. And so I was like, all right, fine. So I ordered him a burrito and I ordered me, hold on. I ordered me tacos and queso and then, and it came with three tacos and a thing of rice, right? With my taco dinner. I will buy I ate, gringos for dinner one night. Wait, I ate like all the queso and I had one taco. <laughs> I'm and I put tequila. the other two tacos. I took the other two tacos and the entire thing of rice and put them in the fridge and was like, and Wes was like, you didn't even eat your dinner. I said, well, I told you I wanted, I wanted queso. queso. You made I'll me buy, buy everything else. I'll get us gringos. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay. For real, for real. As, as the children would say, for real, for real. We're done. For real, for real. For We're real, for real, for real. On fleek. You hear? Oh, you gotta say it. For shizzle. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Am I yeah. cool yet? Yep. Yes. Anyway, um, yes. Email us. Um, we have gotten. Uh, Carrie sent us another email. I just honestly carry you the MVP. Had time. Yeah, I haven't had time to read the article that she she sent us an article and was like, "Hey, you." Um, I thought this would be interesting. It was interesting. I just haven't. I haven't sat down to read it yet, um, which I will. But send us things. Send us the article. Send us articles or questions or things you or want us Starbucks to talk about. Orders. Questions. Yeah, you know, exactly. It have to be horror she stories. said that. Exactly. Like it can be anything, um, and we'll get to it. Like we don't get a lot of emails, and so like we'll get to it within a week or two of you sending it to us. Just. Our email thing. is in our Instagram bio. It's also dessertsbackwardspod yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Remember, desserts has two S's, not deserts. <laughs> there you go. Because I remember that because two scoops of ice cream, so you want two S's in your dessert. Oh. That's how I remember. There you go. <laughs> on well, that note. On that note. Peace out. We love you. <laughs> Bye.